Hi, superstars. Welcome back to another episode in our Awesome Overflow series. This is your Awesome Overflow for October 2021. I'm joined this time by Rebecca. Hi, Rebecca. Hi. I am so excited, you guys, because later in this episode, we are going to get to hear Rebecca tell the story of a true dream come true for her. If you follow Rebecca on her personal Instagram, or you maybe you've seen some of their social media posts about it, we shared about it on sort of awesome uh, social media. Rebecca got to go and see Harry Styles himself in concert and had a whole fun weekend around it. And I have purposefully, purposefully avoided Rebecca any kind of debrief or, you know, processing with you because I wanted to save it until we were on mic. So I'm like so excited. I can't wait. Yeah. So I wasn't actually supposed to be on the overflow this month and I'm filling in because of some scheduling issues and off mic, Meg just thanked me for doing this short notice. And it's like, well, you like literally said, will you come and talk about Harry Styles? I'm like, oh, such a sacrifice. I know. It's so hard for me to say yes to that invitation. <laughs> I had to twist your arm so much. <laughs> I can't wait to talk about it. I'm very excited to talk about it, too. If you are new to being a superstar, first of all, welcome. We are so thankful that you're here. We are so thankful for your support. It means the world to us. It means that we get to continue to create sort of awesome and spread awesome out into the world around us. So thank you so much for joining us and for our longtime superstars. Thank you all for your continued and ongoing support. Um, Let's see a couple of things. So it is October. As we're recording, we are we are on the downhill slide into Halloween. And um I am I have to tell you also I want to talk about Halloween, but also Rebecca, this time of year, like it's either it's sometime this week was when last year we had that huge ice storm in Oklahoma City that shut down everything yes. for like two weeks for, you know, days and days and days on end, two weeks of us not being able to live in our house because of no power. And a friend of mine, actually, another superstar, Stephanie, and I were talking earlier this month, and we are both legit feeling some like PTSD around the one year mark of that. It was such a crazy, chaotic time for so many people in our community. And I have found myself obsessively checking the weather app Mm. in the days leading up to this week to be like, okay, please, like not even, I don't even want to see a hint of a temperature like below 50 or I'm going to freak out. (laughs) Have you adjusted how you prep in like, as like a prepper? Because didn't you and Kyle have an episode about prepping? We did. Yeah. And you and I also had an episode about avoiding illness and i feel like both of those episodes uh, i like i don't like them now in hindsight because like really bad things happened well i mean in in fairness in fairness we did kyla and i did the prepping episode in response to the ice storm oh that's right so yes but but yeah i'm still texas but then Texas. And then Texas. That's right. Yes. In February of this year, that is when that happened. You're, you're absolutely right. Um, I'm still mad at both of us for basically bringing the plague to this planet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how naive we were. Like, we'll diffuse a few oils and like, yeah. these are our hacks for stomach bugs. And then, oh my gosh. little did oh. we know what was oh coming down gosh. the road. <laughs> We had no idea. Wow. Okay. Well, just acknowledging there's all kinds of triggers for these, right, you right. know, these moments. And I guess that's why um, that's also been on my mind because last Halloween, like literally there was still no power in any of our neighborhoods. We thankfully were staying at my parents was the time they had power. We were able to find some places with spotty power turned on and like do a little trick-or-treating but yeah now my kids remember it happily the twins the other day were like remember last year at halloween and we trick-or-treated one of the the neighborhood by our church actually had power on so we went over there like are we gonna trick-or-treat in the church neighborhood again and remember we went to grandma and grandpa's we stayed up late and watched movies and i'm like i just went a normal boring uneventful halloween please yeah yeah i hear you i hear you 
Um, I don't know what we're going to do as a family because we actually have had kind of two unusual Halloweens in a row for us because in 2019, my kids were in a wedding and then the wedding rehearsal was the night of trick-or-treating in our area. And so my kids didn't do anything at all for Halloween that year. And that was kind of the first year that we completely opted out of everything. Um, Yeah. And then the next year was... Uh, 2020 with COVID and a lot of neighborhoods still did trick-or-treating, ours included. But we were like, you know, let's just this is a good opportunity to try something different. So right. we went to the Dollar Tree and let our kids, we gave them a budget and let them pick out candy from the Dollar Tree, which they absolutely loved doing. And then we came home and we had like a family movie night where we watched something like a little bit spooky. We watched um, that old movie, Casper um yes it was a really fun night and like everybody really loved it but now my kids are asking me hey are we gonna go trick-or-treating are we gonna dress up and even this morning as i'm like trying to get everybody out the door my 12 year old daughter grace was like mom i need to know like are we doing trick-or-treating i was like i'm sorry we need to leave the house in like 15 minutes like you don't need to know right now you are in your pajamas like i think you need to think about getting ready for school but I'm kind of, like, stressed out about it because, like, I don't want to do it anymore. I don't want to do it. Really? Uh, yeah. Now, we've never been, like, go to a neighborhood and get, like, tons of candy. We've always been, like, a right. little bit more selective about where we go. And I don't know. I think I'm just I think I'm just kind of overwhelmed in general. And I'm not in the mood yes. to, like, figure out the costumes. Yes. If if you followed me for a long time, uh, you might remember that I used to make, like, Yes, little costumes for my kids and they weren't like a ton of work but they required some planning Mm -hmm. um i don't know like just like silly like simple things that you know it didn't require any sewing machines or like paper mache but like it it maybe required some thought and some planning one year my kids all three of them dressed up like old people and it was like my favorite Halloween yes. ever. And I feel like, well, I've already reached like peak adorableness with my kids for Halloween. Let's just not do it. <laughs> but I think they really want to do it. I've just been kind of busy. And so I haven't thought about how to actually facilitate it and make it work. So, yeah. Well, that's what the one of the reasons I wanted to ask you about it, because I do know that you come up with such clever fun, creative costume ideas. I'm always jealous because my kids are literally, their costumes are um, off of Amazon usually. Well, and that's a fantastic idea. And maybe that's what I need to do. This is going to sound so snobby, but it's not. Please don't take it this way. But I've never bought my kids Halloween costumes before. Right, exactly. I've just like kind of whipped something up at home, which sounds like... I don't know, like, oh, sure. Like, that sounds hard, Rebecca. Like, just, like, hit by. And just, I, part of it was, like, just not being super into Halloween. Part of it was, like, at times when we were, like, so broke. It's like, well, we just got to make mm-hmm. do with what we have. Sure. Part of it was, like, it was fun for me. I don't have the energy to be creative in that way right now. Yeah. So, I don't know. I need to wrap my brain around it. Obviously, I'm being requested at, like... As we're walking out the door, be demanded <laughs> to know if we're going to do it. So by the time this drops, oh, it's dropping tomorrow. Okay, I might well, not know yeah. tomorrow. <laughs> I was so going to say, it, I'll have this all figured out. No, I probably won't. <laughs> but but maybe you can give yourself permission to do low-key Halloween. Not Loki, the character, like L-O-K-I. <laughs> Why am I so dumb? Um, low key yes. Halloween and just keep it simple and um, maybe just, you know, hit up a few neighbor houses. Well, that's, that's usually what we do. do. It, it doesn't. Yeah. I don't know. We have some like really scary houses close by and not a ton of people hand out candy. We don't live in like a great like neighborhood for it. Anyway, this is like yeah. the whole thing. All I'm trying to say is I'm not really in the mood, but I have crossed off all these things that were like preventing me from thinking about it you know like Mm -hmm. the harry styles concert and i also threw my husband um a birthday party this weekend and so like all these things have been like crossed off the list so like now it's like okay well i don't have anything else i now i need to think about this so yeah 
Yeah, I, I absolutely get that. That totally makes sense. Um, like I said, we are looking forward to just keeping it very chill. This is the first year that my older girls have actually, they really have made plans and it's not to be with us. I don't know actually what Daisy's doing, but um, she has a, a friend who lives just like two streets over from us who mm-hmm. usually puts together a little Halloween party. I forgot she did do that last year. So when she was a sophomore, that was the first year that she didn't go out and go trick or treating with us. And I think they may do that again this year. And then AJ, who's an eighth grader now, um, just wants to go over to her best friend's house and watch scary movies. So that's what they're going to do, which is kind of actually nice because they, for a few years, had been in that in-between phase where they kind of wanted to dress up and have fun with it, but then also they got annoyed with going around with the little, the younger kids to go trick-or-treating. So it kind of works out nicely that now they are kind of finding their own activities and their own Halloween fun. So the twins um, very much are excited, cannot wait for Halloween. They love it so much. They, I always wait until the last minute to buy their costumes because they change their mind like 80 million times. And they just, they finally decided they're both going to be characters from Among Us, the little game, mm-hmm. little mobile game yeah. that they love. So we'll have a black Among Us and a blue one. Um, Nico is going to be a firefighter. Oh, so, cute. I'm so excited about this. <laughs> he is obsessed with fire trucks. I need to tell you all that little two-year-old Nico, his enunciation of fire truck. If you're if you're listening <laughs> with kids in the room, turn this down for turn it down for just a minute. But when Nico says fire truck, <laughs> it comes out as fucky duck. <laughs> what? What? That is not what I was expecting. I mean, it was, but it wasn't. <laughs> it's so funny, and we've been well. Like, I have a video. I'm going to put this in the superstars group. Um, and I might, I don't know, I might text it for people who are on Facebook, but I have a video of, of AJ and I driving home from school and he had seen a fire truck and he was just saying, fucky duck, fucky duck. And so AJ was trying to get him to say fire truck. And she's like, okay, say fire. And he goes, fucky. <laughs> It's so funny. I can never stop laughing about it. But he is obsessed with them. One time we went to the grocery store and there was a fire truck in the parking lot. And like he started freaking out when we pulled into the parking lot. Fuck you, dog. Fuck you, dog. (laughs) So I was like, yeah, there it is. And as we were walking in the grocery store, it was just me and him. As we were walking in, the firefighters were walking out. They had gotten their groceries and were going to go do their firehouse cooking. And I was like, you guys made this little boy's day by being here. He's obsessed with fire trucks and firefighters. Thank you for all that you do for our community. Have a great day. And so we went in and we're doing our shopping. And one of the firefighters who was like a young woman, like in her 20s, came and tracked us down in the store to give Nico some those like little fire marshal badge stickers. Aww. And he was like so shy, he wouldn't even look at her. But um, <laughs> I was like, oh, thank you so much. And then he loved those. He like held on to them. He slept with them. So anyway, he doesn't even know yet that we have a firefighter costume for him. He knows what Halloween is. He loves the pumpkins. He loves the spiders and the ghosts, all the decorations. But he doesn't quite understand that he gets to do his own costume too. So I'm very, very, very excited for Nico's kind of his first Halloween understanding what it is, you know? This is the sweetest, most adorable, hilarious story ever. I I, I cannot wait for the video. I cannot wait to see him in his little fucky duck costume. (laughs) It is... I can't wait for this. This is so cute. Oh my gosh. Toddlers are still crazy, but they're so much fun, too. They really are. Oh, I love it. All right. Well, we'll kind of keep you guys updated as we go through Halloween season. And of course, we love to see um, what the superstars are doing, whether you have kids or not, if you are celebrating. Rebecca and I are kind of both meh on Halloween, but (laughs) some people get really into it. And I appreciate that for other people. 
You know we are all about love what you love here. It's sort of yes, awesome. And so Halloween, if it's your thing, we want to see you celebrate it. Um, one of the things I have loved so much about our superstar texting is people just texting me pictures from their like lives and their, you know, what they're doing and going on trips and dressing up and all of that stuff. So even if you just want to snap a picture and send it our way, we would love to see that too. So, ooh. Speaking of superstar texting, um, for this past Friday's episode of Sorta Awesome, the group show with me and Rebecca and Kelly, we answered some really fun questions and um, had a really good conversation, the three of us. And I'm really looking forward to hearing what the awesomes in general have to say um, as answers to those questions. But Last week, I sent out a text to our superstars to ask them that first question that the three of us answered on the show, which is, what is something that you are trying to get good at or working on getting good at? And Rebecca, I have to tell you, one of the biggest themes from the superstars who were able to text back really echoed what you said. And a lot of superstars also are working on um, body image issues. Mm, mm Mm-hmm being not some people are kind of like, I just want to be able to be at, at, at peace with my body, yeah. comfortable with my body and others, you know, kind of taking it to the next step of like, I really want to love my body and be joyful about it and appreciate it. And I know what you said on the show really resonated with people. Um, do you have any follow up thoughts on that? Well, <laughs> like kind of reflecting on that journey for yourself? I mean, I wish I did, but like when you said that, a lot of people resonated with what I said. All I could remember that I said <laughs> was, I'm just trying to survive. I'm not trying to get good at anything. <laughs> yes. I didn't even remember that I said that. Now, in disclosure here, we recorded that episode uh, yeah, two like or at the three, beginning, two or three weeks yeah. ago. Yeah, it was like back at the towards the beginning of October. Yeah. It and, has been a hot minute. And I haven't had a chance to listen back. I usually do listen back to the episodes once they air. Um, but I hadn't listened. I forgot I said that. So, yes, yes I, um, yeah, I'm trying to just be better, be more accepting. I saw a TikTok. What was it? Okay, so I saw a TikTok the other day where it was something like, what is something that you have learned as an adult? And then the person who was doing the video responded with their answer was the thing that I think I've learned is that you're going to feel the most comfortable, confident, and at home in your body, but it's not when you're the hottest. (laughs) Oh, shoot. Yeah. Like you're going to have missed that because that was probably when you were younger and it takes time to kind of like grow into that body positivity and into that confidence. Um, But you will have missed like your sexy peak, like your confidence peak and your sexy peak aren't always going to be matched up. And I think that's Mm. what I personally have been experiencing and what I'm like kind of continuously trying to tell myself of appreciate what you have now because regardless of like what size my body is in the future my body is going to age my body is going to age and health is going to deteriorate because that just is what happens when you get older it's just harder to move it's harder to do things so regardless of how you look like even if i were to get um more fit or more thin like my body is still going to be aging so like Mm -hmm. right now i really should focus on trying to appreciate what i have and you know like hindsight's 2020 like i look back at like how i used to look it's like well rebecca (laughs) you were a smoke show like then like where was the confidence um so i know that like that's like a really wide uh, blanket to like throw on this. That that's like not the reality for everybody. That your your confidence and your like maybe like your your sexy peak and like sexy is like different to different people. I'm not trying to like say I'm not trying to say more than what I'm saying. But like mm-hmm. I I think that's just something I'm trying to embrace. Is hey have some confidence now. Appreciate what you have now um, because yeah. Aging yep. is happening. 
Yes. And I, you know, and I'm really hopeful for like younger generations that, that their confidence comes earlier. Like, I think that's like a big thing, like with us and with like our generation is our confidence is like coming now. And I just really hope for the younger generation that they're getting a more body positive, more body positive message that their confidence can come much younger than what ours came. I agree with you so strongly on that. I was just reading, um, so Katie Curate, Katie Couric, not Keurig. She's not the originator <laughs> of the Keurig machine. I don't know why that came out of my mouth. Katie Couric, the former Today Show anchor, longtime journalist, her memoir drops tomorrow. So the day this comes out, so October 26th, her memoir comes out. And supposedly it's got a lot of wild stories in it. I am looking forward to reading this one. But I've been reading some of the articles and interviews that have come out around it. And she just happens to mention that this came into my mind as you were saying this about future generations, that you know, she tried all these crazy diets all the time. And um, especially as she was getting into her career, because she knew she had to be really thin to be able to be on camera. Um, That even when she went to college, her mom would constantly just be like, don't eat starchy foods, like all of these things, like don't put on weight, don't put on weight, don't put on weight. And she like kind of passingly called it like generational body shaming that Mm. a lot of us grew up with as being very normative that we especially hear it from our moms who were doing it Ultimately, I can see from where I am now in my 40s with teenage girls trying to like protect us and help us in a world where um, so much is based on how our bodies present themselves to the culture around us and, and the impact that has on all kinds of things for the world that they came up in. Like they were trying to help us acclimate to that in a way. You know what I mean? Sure. And then we of this generation are having our own like metamorphosis and and coming into these new ways of thinking about ourselves, of true body positivity, of not just accepting ourselves and our own bodies, but being celebratory of other people's bodies as well and learning so many new ways of speaking to our daughters and the young women in our lives about their bodies I've learned so much. It's something that I am cognizant of all the time with my girls. So I think you're right. I think that not only are they getting that messaging like from their peers and like on social media, if they're tuned into some good, positive, body positive, you know, voices in that way, but hopefully we are changing our conversations to the point where that has an impact on them as well. Right, right. And learning that... To be a smoke show doesn't always equal the smallest mm. size number, the smallest number on yes. the scale. That there is so much smoke show goodness happening. Yes. In all body sizes and shapes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's right. Yeah, I think yeah. That, I think you're right. I think this is a generational change, and I am hopeful for our, our younger generation. I really am, too. Um, another big theme that came through with a number of the superstars who texted me back about something they're working uh, to get better at is to set good boundaries in their lives, mm. to recognize that um, about having a boundary isn't hurtful or hateful, that it can be very helpful and, um, you know, protecting ourselves, keeping the good stuff in, keeping the bad stuff out. So a lot of superstars talking about that. Um One superstar, Jenny, said that she has um, really been trying to get better at doing only what is mine to do. That comes from Suzanne Stabile, popular, um, yeah, popular Enneagram teacher talks about that often. Um, She said that's been a big lesson for her as an Enneagram one and an ISFJ. But I also relate to that, of course. I am an obliger type. You know, there's lots of different labels for basically what comes down to this concept of like. Um, if something is going to get done and get done the right way, I have to do it. And I have to say one of the most powerful episodes of Sort of Awesome that we've done recently is that one about emotional labor, mental labor, you know, these this invisible labor that women do. I have been so much more tuned into that. And I have really been working on for myself, recognizing I can either do the mental, emotional labor around this if I want it to be done the way I want it to be done, or I can let it go and let someone else deal with it. But I can't have both. Like I can't both let it go and then expect other people to do the thing the way I want them to do it. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 So it's, tricky, it's a struggle. Tricky. 
It's tricky. It's such a struggle. Yes. <laughs> Can I give you an example of this? Yeah. <laughs> Lena, my yes. Life. So like I said, I threw a birthday party for my husband this past weekend. Uh, my my husband turned 40 in April, and he really wanted a birthday party. Um, however, COVID was still really tricky. The yeah. weather is tricky mm-hmm. in COVID uh, or mm-hmm. in April. And um, he was fully vaccinated. I wasn't vaccinated at all. We didn't feel comfortable and we didn't think some of our guests would feel comfortable having like a big party um, sure. in April. So we were like, what if we just delay this by like six months and do a 40 and a half birthday party? Then, yeah. you know, like vaccines will be underway. So those who want them will have been able to have them. And um, anyway, so we had it outside and um, uh, we had drinks and I put Nate in charge of the drinks. I mean, I bought them, but like at the party, I I had him, we were there setting up and I said, okay, I have three coolers. I want um, water in one of them and then divide up the other um, pop between the be, pop cans between the other two and sure. get ice and everything. And if you can just do that, that would be great. Well, <laughs> So I gave him that task, right? And then I should have right. to, I should be able to like stop thinking about it. So, but like sometimes it doesn't work that way because right. <laughs> sometimes sometimes it doesn't work that way. And um, I found myself like fixing what he was doing and redoing it myself. And a girlfriend was taking pictures for me at the party. And she took like four pictures of me digging through this cooler, like (laughs) rearranging the drinks. And I laughed so hard when I looked back and I was telling my girlfriends in a Voxer chat, I was like, so Donna took like four pictures of me in this cooler, um, probably because she was laughing at me that I had told Nate to do it and then uh-huh. I was fixing it because he did it wrong and you might be thinking <laughs> how do you do it wrong like you're being too picky Rebecca like there's not a way to do this job wrong and I'm like mm-hmm. but there is because he put all the drinks at the bottom of the cooler and then dumped the ice all on top and you couldn't see any of them and so when you walked up to the coolers it just looked like coolers full of ice and everybody was going to have to dig their hands in to see what was even in there and that's not going to be fun for anybody so, oh my gosh. Anyway, yeah. this doesn't maybe quite yeah. fit what you were saying. It's a no, it absolutely trail. does. <laughs> no, it totally fits. I I understand all of that completely. Um, yeah. Sometimes yeah. you have to outsource things and let them go, and sometimes you got to reel them back in and be like, "Sorry, but no, <laughs> no, you did actually do that wrong." <laughs> You cannot be trusted with the coolers of drinks. Which is so dumb. Like, why? Well, no, I understand what you're saying, though. I really do. But I wonder what would have happened if you were like, um, I know I asked you to do this, and you did do it technically, but could you pull the drinks up to the top? Why do we make our voices go up when uh, we well, have to by, make a request? By that point, people were starting to come. And so yeah. he was like, you know, the person in he was the guest of honor. Yes, the guest of yeah. honor. So I was like, well, here I am. And so my girlfriend, she just knew. She just knew. She just saw this play out. And she was just like, snap, 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 taking pictures of me. Because she thought it was so funny. <laughs> It is pretty funny, honestly. Um, so yeah, I, I I really appreciated what Jenny had to say with that. And I, I was really, I loved reading the responses and getting to talk back and forth with some of the superstars because it was a whole range of things. Some were a lot more like kind of... Um, you know, big picture things like mm-hmm. working on boundaries, yeah, um, working on body image, those kinds of things. And then some are like really practical, like I'm really trying to get good at knitting, or okay. I'm really working on this, this specific like yoga pose. And so just to see this whole diversity, it just reminded me of what an amazing community we have who of women who are like, if, even in the crazy overwhelm that we live in, finding these things that are like, you know what, I could work on getting better at this. So yeah. I really loved that. I loved that a lot. Um, okay. I can't wait any longer. The time has come. Okay. <laughs> we have got to talk about this Harry Styles concert. This is the one that you originally had tickets to pre-COVID. Is that right? Yes. Yes. So okay. um, Nate had purchased tickets for me in January, early January of 2020, for my birthday. And then um, 
those tickets, that tour wasn't like canceled and rescheduled until, uh, I want to say like May or something, or maybe even June. My tickets were supposed to be for a show in July. And anyway, so everything gets pushed back, you know, but like for a long time, there was this like wait and see, you know, like how long is this going to last? You know, how how bad is this going to be? And when are things going to return to normal? Um, So, yeah. So my show was originally supposed to be in the summer of 2020. And then I finally was able to go in October, just two weeks ago, week and a half ago. And it was so good. It was so good. It was just the best. It was the absolute best. I went the night. Go I ahead. have to say that the I I've been so excited vicariously for you that the night before you actually went to the concert, I texted you that I dreamed about you going to the concert. <laughs> I cannot remember for the life of me now what the details were, and I didn't bore you with them. I just was like I. I dreamed about you going to this concert. I'm so excited. So that's like the sweetest thing ever. It's so <laughs> sweet. It also is maybe a little bit scary that like I haven't been able to shut up about it so much that like people in my life are dreaming about going to the concert. I have had mul- I had multiple dreams about going to the concert, and it was funny the things that I would dream about. That um, specifically in like every dream I had about going to the concert, there was a problem with my seats that like my, oh, my, interesting. my seats weren't any good. I had like this uh, pent up like worry and anxiety about my seats not being good. Uh, and they right. were great. They were great. They weren't like the best seats, but like the best seats were all sold out by the time that um, we right. got our tickets. So we actually went, I went with um, a in real life an IRL friend. Um, her name is Donna, and she has become a huge Harry fanatic a lot around the same like timeline that I have. So we have bonded quite a, a bit over all of that. And we, I had also invited another um, real-life girlfriend, from local girl, girlfriend from the area, to join us. But she ended up, with all of like the rescheduling and postponing of things, she ended up having a conflict that she felt like she couldn't be away from home because she had just been to a conference and like that didn't work out. So I had this extra ticket, and I inv- invited a superstar, Kara, to join yeah. us. Kara uh, and I have become great internet friends, and... It was really, really fantastic. Kara's actually from Oklahoma City. Yep. (laughs) So that's like a little bit of a knife in the chest moment. Just a little bit that like I've met one awesome person from Oklahoma City, but still not you. (laughs) (laughs) What is so funny, too, I know that you guys had become friends and really bonded, especially over uh, the love of Harry, but other things in life, too. And then I ran into Kara at a neighborhood gas station. <laughs> she and I had met previously. I knew who she was. And um, and so we ran into each other. And it was just like such a surreal moment. <laughs> it's like Rebecca should be here in this gas station in Oklahoma City with us. Both of you texted me like within the hour of each other. <laughs> and I don't remember who texted me first. But the person who texted me second, I like yelled at because I was like, why didn't you text me earlier? I already knew this happened. (laughs) And then I was so mad that you guys didn't take a picture. (laughs) This random random 7-Eleven in Oklahoma City. (laughs) Just just us in front of the (laughs) 7-Eleven. Oh, come on. It would have been beautiful. Oh, I love it. My two favorite Oklahoma City gals. Yes. Yes. Okay. So So she she was able to join you out there uh, for the concert. Yes. Yes. So this added another extra layer of fun and excitement. The fact that I was meeting a good friend in real life for the first time. And so because of that... um, Donna and I decided to go out a day early. We were going to drive to Pittsburgh the day of the show. It's about a four-hour drive. We were going to drive to Pittsburgh the day of the show um, and just stay overnight one night. But we wanted to kind of stretch it out a little bit more so that we could have more time with Kara. And that ended up being just, like, the best. So we went um, a day early, and we did things uh, leading up to the concert, like, just, like, scoping out the venue, making sure that we knew how to walk there. Um, We went and bought merch and got our little Harry Styles Mm -hmm. t-shirts. It was... 
Okay, so walking around and being at the hotel, there were Harry Styles fans everywhere. Like you could just Oh, I bet. You could just tell. So we were we ran into people like at breakfast at the hotel, out to lunch, every restaurant we went into. Every street yes. corner, there was, like, Harry Styles fans. And you could tell yeah. because they were um, at least 10 years younger than us. <laughs> <laughs> so they were, like, firmly Gen Z. They were wearing crop tops. They just, like, looked, like, low-key young and fun. I, I, yes. like, I don't even know how to describe it. But, like, we were sitting in this restaurant... And um, it was actually kind of weird. It was like this burger place with a bar or something. And as we were like walking in, I was like, there's like only men in here. Like, what is happening? This is kind of strange. (laughs) I don't know why. Like, why are there? There's like literally there was like groups of like just men. And I was like, well, whatever. It's going to be good. And then in comes after we've been there for a while, in comes a mom and like two teenage daughters. And I saw them walk in. I was like, they're going to the concert. I know it. I can just tell they're going (laughs) to the concert. Yeah, they were just, they had the hairy vibe was just pouring off of Ex- them. Yes. They looked like people who would like treat people with kindness, which is like his saying that he has. And after we were done eating, I walked up to their table. I said, excuse me, are you going to the concert? And they're like, yes. <laughs> they were so excited. It was so fun to talk to them. Um, but yeah, then walking to the venue, it was crazy. Like people dressed crazy for this show. Like full-blown, like, 70s-inspired stuff, a lot of, like, suits-inspired looks because Harry wears a lot of suits, um, a lot of crop tops just because that's, like, the hip thing with, like, young people, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. a lot of sparkles. I wore a sparkly suit thing. I, well, I wore a sparkly top and then a suit jacket over top. Um, it was just... Yeah, it was just so much fun. It was so, that, and that was like the best part about the whole thing is that it was so much fun. Yes, yeah. I I cried a lot like leading up to the concert yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because that's just kind of like how I am, um, right? But at one point, like before he even started playing. I kind of I, I took a moment. This is going to sound so crazy. Okay, I haven't told this many people. That I okay. did this, but I can trust you guys, right? So I took mm-hmm. a moment and I just like said like a little prayer and I was like, dear God, thank you for Harry Styles. And then oh. like I really legit started crying and I could cry right now because like my obsession with Harry Styles has brought me so much fun and yes. joy and like light and sparkles and like just like silliness and goofiness, like like literally like a young teenage girl, like just yes pure fun like zero heaviness at all it's just something 100% for me that has brought me so much light during yes. the time when frankly we were like clouded with darkness like so like the depths of despair darkness with this stupid pandemic and everything that's gone along with it right. and I was just like dear god thank you for Harry Styles thank you so much for Harry Styles and I like um, I, like, started, like, almost ugly crying. I was like, I, I'm not going to be able to stop crying. And I have, like, one friend on one side and one on the other. And, like, he's not even on stage yet. And I'm like, I got to pull it together. This is not good. <laughs> it was actually a little stressful. but I, Oh, my gosh. I, and then after the concert, like, talking to other people, like, coming home and, like, talking to my husband about it. I cried. Like, I, yes. I cried talking to every single person about it. And I yeah. think the reason why, I think there's there's two significant reasons why. Number okay. one is because it was just so much fun. And it sure. was a stadium filled with people losing their minds with joy and excitement and happiness. We weren't arguing with each other. We weren't fighting with each other. There was no, it was, there was no anger. And, like, there's been, especially, there's been so much anger amongst people. So, basically, it was just such an amazing experience to be having fun again. And it's just been so long since I've done that. Yes. And then I think the other reason that it inspired some tears is also, like... Okay, so I like I said, I threw this birthday party for Nate, and then as I was talking to um, 
well, I was talking to Kara about it over Voxer afterwards and filling her in on how it went. And then I like started crying talking about the party. And I was, I was like, I don't understand why I'm crying. Um, I think it's just like this, like emotional release. Like, yes, like life has felt pretty stressful to Mm -hmm. put it mildly and Mm -hmm. pretty heavy. And like, there's like, major like junk stuff going on that has like a heavy burden to carry and then i'm like just holding on like by the you know just like tightly by the skin of my teeth to like get through things it's like okay well in september we had the start of school and that was like kind of stressful in our area and then um we had uh a beach vacation that I had to plan for. And then my daughter had a birthday and then there was the Harry Styles concert. And then there was like Nate's birthday. And it was just like, I'm just like holding on, holding on, holding on. And like, I'm a huge feeler, but I think even Mm -hmm. to some extent, like repressing like some of these feelings. And then it's like, as soon as it's over, I'm like, okay, now I can cry because this is hard, you know, or like, like, cause life is hard or like you're stressed out or just like all the things. So, right. Yeah. Well, I mean, even good stress is still stress. So even like the good stress of getting yourselves to the concert and finding the hotel and like finding, you know, like you said, mapping out how we're going to walk to the venue, um, finding restaurants, all of the travel stuff. And then, you know, celebrating Nate is awesome and so good. But again, there's logistics, like all of that, all of even the good stuff is still stress. And it reminds me of what we've talked about in the past with like completing the stress cycle, like you have to be able to bring all of that to a cathartic moment. And it does sound like your body just had been really hanging on to all of that. And when you finally completed the the things that were on the list that were bringing the stress, good and bad, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. then finally, it's like, okay, now it's safe. We did it. We got through. Now it's safe. And now we can release all of this that we've been hanging on to. Yeah. So, I mean, that was a little unexpected. <laughs> yeah. Although I yeah. have seen, I leading up to the concert, I saw people on TikTok going on con- going to concerts and then coming home and um, moaning and groaning about the post concert depression and like how oh, hard yeah. it is to like, uh, you know, like yeah. like girls like crying in their car, like I was just in the same room with Harry Styles and now I'm supposed to act like life is normal. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. How am I supposed to recover from this? <laughs> yes. Oh, that's so real. Yeah. It's so real. Yeah. But I, I really cannot stress to you how incredibly fun it was. It's such an upbeat concert. Such he's he has such an amazing stage presence and just like a cr- crazy dancing and I, like and I say that in like such a like in a good way, like just completely mm-hmm. like uninhibited, just like, hey, this is not the most, like, frankly, some of his dance moves are really dorky. Like if I'm being completely <laughs> honest, but like he's just owning it. You know what I mean? Like yes. not worrying about being cool. He's just like, I'm having fun. I invite you to have fun with me. Mm-hmm. It's just so yeah. good. It's so good. I saw a TikTok comment that said that Harry Styles was written by a woman, and I think that's like the best <laughs> description. <laughs> it's like the best description of Harry I have ever heard. Ever. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I'm gonna die. That <laughs> is amazing. And also, yeah, I would agree with that. That is pretty spot on. Yeah. I am obsessed with that idea. Um, I want to go back to to what you said about saying a little prayer and like thanking God. I'm going to start crying. <laughs> if you cry, I'm for sure going to sob. So that's for stars, you didn't you didn't know what you were getting into when you pushed play on this one. Um, hmm, I'm going to try to get through this. I can't look at you, so just okay, okay. I'll start crying <laughs> if I do. Um, okay, so something really powerful that I've been reading, and I've talked about this a little bit more on the Monday episodes of Sort of Awesome. Um, but I know not everyone listens to it, and so whatever. And I know people are behind on listening. Lord knows I'm behind on everything in life. But I've mentioned a couple of times on the Monday episodes that uh, Kyle and I both have been reading Father Richard Rohr's book, The Universal Christ, which came into my life via Katie Proctor talking about it on her sort of spicy um, with the Deconstructing Faith books. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the, I mean, it's kind of hard to sum up 
um, a, a book like The Universal Christ because there's a lot. It's one of those books that every chapter I feel like I have to kind of like reread paragraphs and be like, oh my gosh, this is this is a lot and it's hard to absorb it. But his basic premise is that we associate the person of Christ or the part of the Trinity that is Christ so closely with Jesus, like we say Jesus Christ, like Christ was Jesus's last name, but that's not 100% accurate. It wasn't his last name, obviously, but that the person of Christ in the Trinity precedes the human Jesus that was on mm-hmm. this earth and continues on, and that Christ can be found in everything from, yes, when you are at church or at temple or at mosque, but also in like the face of your beloved dog. Like Christ is in everything. And so for you to be able to acknowledge as you're waiting for Harry Styles to come on stage, the Christ that is in Harry Styles as a human being, but that he, this is going to sound crazy, but I know y'all superstars, you can track with me on this, but that Harry Styles has been ministering to you, the spirit of Christ, (laughs) you start crying for real, in a really specific way since he came into your life and that you were able to like be in that moment and acknowledge it before the concert began and just feeling that collective vibration of love, appreciation, energy that was, you know, all of these thousands of people having this experience all at the same time. It's just, I don't know, Rebecca, like it was a Harry Styles concert, but I also feel like it was a spiritual experience. And I think it's okay to say it, to 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 call it that, because it very clearly was for you and for a lot of people that were there. So that is like so sweet and kind of you to say. Like I'm like really crying, <laughs> but it's. Um, I think if we kind of like go back to um, this concept of like love what you love and women in general having our passions. Um, diminished and looked down upon um it is really really kind of you to acknowledge a very superficial obsession of mine (laughs) and see like the beauty in it and to acknowledge um the power behind it and the ministry behind it in like such a specific way um yeah it's like a gift to hear you say that because it's really true. Like, um, I made a joke on like a superstar episode. Um, I think several months ago, or maybe it was a group episode. I don't remember, but it was something along the lines of like, I was talking about on my bad days during the pandemic, um, listening to worship music and listening to Harry Styles and said something like, all I need is like Jesus and Harry Styles or <laughs> yes. I love Jesus and Harry Styles. And like, yeah. I am not at all trying to like get this like messed up. Like don't hear right. what we're sure. trying to say that like I'm putting sure. Jesus and Harry on like the same level. But right, right, that, right, right. But when you can like acknowledge um, the gifts that like God blesses us with, like the yes. moments of joy that God blesses us with and acknowledge that those things can come from him and that mm-hmm. he can bring you, like you said, like joy in like the, you know, in your dog, in your children, in, in, in being out in nature, in the hobbies that you have, in the music that you listen to, even if it's secular music, there's power and there's ministry in those things. Yes. And, just to have like this like very uh fangirl moment acknowledged yeah. for like the depth that it was for me is so kind. It's so kind. I feel very seen and understood. So thank you, Meg. Um and I would yeah. say that one of my friends at the concert even described it as like a bit of a spiritual experience. Just yeah. just, just this uh surge of like positivity and mm-hmm. um and energy and it truly was a immense blessing to me um yeah especially after these really dark months it was much much needed so yes yeah well thank you so much for taking the time to share all of that i did not know we were going to take a more (laughs) contemplative path as we talked about the concert but i knew it obviously was a very 
powerful moment for you. And I truly was here in Oklahoma City cheering you on, just like vibing across the miles, knowing that it was going to be such a pinnacle moment. So thank you for taking the time to share all of that, because it's one thing to have the experience and kind of put the highlights on social media, but to like really unpack it and um, do some processing around it. That's a, that's a different thing. So thank you for trusting that to me and to our superstars who I know will very much resonate too. Even throughout the experience, I thought to myself, I cannot wait to go on the next overflow. Um, Can I make this concert like my awesome of the week? Like I just can't wait to like just share it with everybody. Um, But you're right. There's only so much that you can really put in in the yeah. Instagram stories. But if you did miss my Instagram stories about it, I have a whole highlight on my uh, Instagram profile called Harry Styles. And I have it all in there. And frankly, I watched that through that highlight because that highlight like really... <laughs> Yeah, it tracks like all throughout the archives of my Harry Styles loving uh, career, basically. (laughs) And it was such a fun trip down memory lane to like, see all of this, like build up to the concert from like when I discovered Harry to when I got the tickets and then um, finally being able to go. So you can see that on my profile on my Instagram if you want to check it out. There's, I love that. It's like that Harry Styles highlight. It's like it has its own narrative arc, like from <laughs> really the beginning, does. you know, and like the build up and then the climax moment at the concert. Like, I, I love it. That's an interesting way to look at new media is <laughs> these things having their own storyline. That's funny. Um, okay, well, like we're we're going into November. This is an intense time of year. As we get into the holidays, um, Kind of like, I feel kind of sad that it's not the first time now that we have to navigate what the holidays look like in this COVID era. Although definitely with the vaccine, you know, this time last year, we didn't know if and when a vaccine was going to be rolled out and those types of things. So, you know, that that changes things for sure. But as always, superstars, um, we we want you to know that we're here for you as a community. We're we're with each other on this path. We're accompanying each other along the way. So as we move into the holiday season, whatever the holidays look like for you for the next couple of months, just know that you can bring your stuff to the community. Most often we do that on Facebook. um, But definitely, you know, if we need to get creative and think of other ways to do it, there's, there's other things we can do for sure. But We appreciate you so much supporting and trusting us with your presence every month, especially when we can have overflow episodes that range from Fucky Duck to (laughs) The Christ and Harry Styles. We covered the gamut this time, Rebecca. (laughs) Somehow I don't think that's going to make the social media promo of this episode. Probably not. Probably not. This this episode needs a, a content warning on it, apparently. <laughs> um, okay. Well, as we wrap up, quick reminder for people who have not followed you, who do want to go check out that Instagram, a highlight of Harry and other things, uh, where can we find you all around the web? Uh, my website is simplyrebecca.com. And my favorite place to hang out is Instagram, specifically the stories, at simplyrebecca. Yes. Okay, you can find me on social media when I'm there. I have a conflicted relationship with it at all times. But when I am there, we you can find do. me at Sorta Awesome Meg. <laughs> yes, definitely. Uh, Sorta Awesome Meg in all the places. And of course, uh, you can find the show on uh, as Sorta Awesome Show. I will again put the number for our texting group into the show notes. We have people jumping on board every single time we drop an overflow. It kind of reminds people, oh yeah, I've been meaning to sign up for it. We really do love it. I promise you, we will not overwhelm you in your messaging inbox. We just like to be able to stay in touch in a little bit more like friend to friend way. So I'll put the number into the show notes again for you guys. Thank you again so much for your support. Thank you for listening. We'll see y'all next time.